It stands as tall as a male giraffe. This obelisk of stone that we call the cenotaph. Like a totem pole of tragedy, it towers towards the sky. And the mother and mothers and fathers did mourn and curse what it doth signify. The dreadful reason their sons and daughters had to die for some tired old men that eventually did sign the Treaty of Versailles. And now, ten decades on, more mothers and fathers still must cry. For the war that was to end all wars was but a feeble, limp lie. It is covered in laurel leaf, sword and cross. And there it stands, a focal point to our town's terrible loss. But since then there have been so many a war, too many to even count or even try to keep a score. And so it sits like an old stone henge, a remembrance for we human to remember what we must brutally avenge. So silent, stolid, and sage our own stone sage, adorned and by flowered youth and travellers of yet a new age. They preach and smoke of peace and demand that all wars must cease. Hippies, beatniks, who are quickly pushed and moved on by the police. But now, once a year, we mourners, we come to shed our tear for those that fell, the ones that we loved and held so dear, our pilgrimage and pageantry to the glorious dead. Two minutes of silence with wreaths and poppies in red. Then our centre stage of stone is left, but all alone, but for a few drunken revelling louts that make it into their temporary home. But these are not the famous few who fought in the Battle of Britain or Waterloo. No, these are not the gallant ones that flew over English skies so blue. No, these are the ones who sniff and snort their glue and fight and battle for who will win the last can of special brew.